Welcome to Mentality Matters. This is bonus content number two. And before I started this podcast, I wrote down just a bunch of ideas that have meant something to my life, or it's things that I come across as I'm doing research or just kind of studying life and the thought process and mentality in general and and how to make each day count and how to be a better man and all this stuff, right? So as I was writing down my ideas, my daughter comes up and and immediately she says, well, you know you have to talk about attitude and effort because it's what you always say. So one, I mean, I, I appreciate her advice and she's 100% right because that is something that I would always say. I'd say it to my kids. I'd say it to my teams. And I don't know if it's so much for, for them as it was for me, but for me, the only thing that that really was about was the controllables, controlling what I could control. Now, I don't know about you. I tend to suffer with this idea that I can't control the outcome of everything in my life, of everything in my family's life. And so I struggle with this idea that I personally don't have complete and utter control over the outcomes, right? And so I knew based on that quote and based on my life that the only thing really at the end of the day that I personally could control, even over over my kids, was my own attitude and effort. I couldn't control theirs. I mean, I could say stuff to them and I could say stuff to to the folks I was leading about how much effort they're putting in or, you know, hey, let's let's good vibes today, you know, all the stuff. But ultimately, the decision on whether or not to have a great attitude and effort that that is something to be proud of ultimately came down to me. And ultimately, it comes down to you. So when we talk about controlling the controllables, controlling what only we can control, attitude and effort has got to be at the top of that list, right? So, and I'm not saying I, I, I go around in this, in this happy mood and, and my effort's perfect all the time. It's not. And, and anybody who tells you it is, I mean, they're lying because it's, it's the truth is, is that's the struggle, right? So the struggle is when when we get in those low times where our attitude or the day is pulling our attitude down or somebody said something and our attitude's down or we just ain't feeling it, right? We just ain't feeling putting forth that effort or getting and going up and doing what we're supposed to do. But ultimately, it comes down to this fear about future events that don't even exist yet. Right. So I don't know about you. So I would, I would start writing the narrative about future events. And then I would stress about those future events. Right. I would, you know, is, is my kid going to make this team? And I'd start writing that narrative out. Right. And I'd start having these arguments with people in my head about why this should be like this or that should be like that. And none of that shit had happened yet. So I'm stealing my own joy. I'm a vampire of my own happiness. Because I'm trying to control what I couldn't control. I couldn't control whether or not they wanted my kid on that team. Couldn't control that. But I I would damn sure stress out about it, right? So I had this inability to manage my own thoughts. Because then my thoughts were managing me. As I started to really, and this probably happened, I guess, after my first heart attack. You know, that was kind of a pivotal moment in my life. So after that kind of happened, I really turned inwards and said, okay, 
Like I am like, not that I was an angry person. I'm, I'm a pretty happy go lucky guy anyway. Like I, I'm pretty chill. I'm pretty happy, like in general. Um, but I mean, everybody's got their moments, right? But after my first heart attack, I just didn't want to waste any more time worrying about what I couldn't control. Right. And so, you know, I would wake up and I, and I, and I, and I'd want to control my own happiness. I'd want to control what sort of effort I put into that day. And it's all in the little stuff as well, right? So it all kind of pyramids. And you'll hear me talk about this pyramiding a lot because I'm a firm believer that we either are going to pyramid success. We're going to build blocks wide and strong for our foundation, and we're going to keep building on those. So I'm a big, big believer in pyramiding success. But the fact is, is that we're just as quick to take down and destroy our own success, right? So not only are we are we the the masters of our of our own current situation, we are the builders of of where we are, but we're also the worst enemies we have, right? So I would sit back and I would get just scared to death and worried and frustrated and mad about situations that I had zero control over. So ultimately, I decided that if I was really going to be serious about myself and what I was doing in my life, I had to really take a hard look at at controlling my own attitude and my own effort. As I was just trying to put down my my thoughts to paper and 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 contemplating kind of what this meant to me, right? What controlling the controllables and my attitude and effort and all that stuff meant to me. Um I remembered this quote from Steve Maraboli, and it goes, incredible change happens in your life when you decide to take control of what you do have power over instead of craving control over what you don't. Incredible change happens in your life when you decide to take control over what you do have power over instead of craving control over what you don't. That's it in a nutshell, and that's what we do. The number one reason for self-deflating behavior is blaming other people for the problems in your own life. It's their fault I didn't make this, I didn't get that promotion. It's their fault uh, my kid didn't make that team. It's their fault this happened or that happened. It's it's point and point and point and it's everybody but me, right? That's out of my control. And I craved that control. Because I just want to write that story. I just want to write the narrative to where everything ends up exactly how I envision it ending up. At the end of the day, that's bypassing the process. That's bypassing the work that needs to get put in because I just want the outcome, right? I want to know who wins this World Series. I want to know what team is going to win the Super Bowl this year. I want to know that my kids are going to be successful. I want to know that my marriage is going to last forever. And ultimately I'm sitting there, you know, you're reaching out for all these things that you want and you want and you want and you're craving it. And I can't control it because the only thing again that I can control is me. Right? So one thing I used to tell my players and I, I, I hope they remember this and we were kind of talking about, you know, defining success and all this stuff. And, and I've had, I, I, I have coached a lot of great men and women who have gone on to be wildly successful, like 
Professionally, they're great leaders in their house. They're great moms. They're great dads. They're great business owners. All the things. And so when I when I was talking to them about this stuff, they were like, "Oh, coach, you know, thank you so much for all your help." And and ultimately, I would say to them, to a person, when you make it, it's because you decided to make it. But if you don't, it's because you decided you didn't want to either. So just think on that just a second, right? So. When these young people, if you're dealing with young people, if you're dealing with people in your business or in your house, when they come at you and they start to say, you're the reason I didn't make it. You're the reason for the problem in my life. They're allowing that to be the problem in their life. They're not controlling what they can control. They're allowing other people, other events to control their happiness, which is controlling their present which is screwing up the process. It's the day-to-day process of controlling my attitude and effort. It's the day-to-day process of controlling what I can control. So as you go about your day and as you interact with, with people and, and, and you start to feel that kind of that negative vibe off of somebody, you have a choice. You can either allow their energy to become your energy or... You can control your own attitude, right? So one thing that I think is really important to remember is that we react emotionally a lot of the times. Anger is not a primary emotion. Anger is a reactionary emotion to an event that we can't control. Think on that a second. We react with anger to events that we cannot control. And a lot of times those events we can't control are future events that we can't control anyway. So why are we getting so bent about things that we can't control? Now, introspectively, if you're not controlling you, then that's on you. If I don't control my own behavior, then I have to own up to the fact that I didn't control my own behavior. If I didn't get off the couch and go work out, I have to own up to the fact that I just didn't put forth the effort. And a lot of times what we do is if we don't achieve a goal for whatever reason, we're going to point fingers at somebody else and we're going to say, well, that held me back. And you start, we start to make all these excuses. I mean, I hate to be so, so blunt about it, but let's be real. If you wanted to succeed, you would control what you can control. You would control your attitude. You would control your effort and you would just get at it. The idea of blaming somebody else for our own failures in life is a victim mentality. At the end of the day, we control what we can control. You control your attitude. You control your effort. You control whether or not you want to be a successful person at whatever it is. You don't have to be a multimillionaire to be successful. I would tell my guys that all the time. You determine your success. Your story is your story, and that makes your story unique and powerful. But take control of your story. Stop blaming people for their part in you deciding not to be successful. I hope that meant something to you. I appreciate you hanging out with me. Much love. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Mentality Matters. Really appreciate you taking time out of your lives to spend it with me and with my guests. And I need you to understand that the views expressed on this podcast 
simply represent the opinions of me and whoever I have with me. Content is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Because of your own uniqueness, please consult a trained professional for all of your medical and mental health needs. Much love.